Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about seven types of assets that you can invest in to grow your wealth. I know that all of you are working hard for the money and you want to build your wealth. And it's important that you begin to think about long term, how are you going to take that wealth and multiply it and duplicate it? Now, I will start off by saying I am not an accountant. I am not a lawyer. I am not a financial education specialist. I am your girl, Kelly, your mentor. And I am here to present thoughts and ideas as an investor myself and as an everyday entrepreneur and someone that uh, built from, from zero, from the ground up, and has worked really, really hard to replace all of my own money mindset and money beliefs uh, to become a multimillionaire. And I'm here to share some of my thoughts and perspectives on how you can continue to build and expand upon your wealth and really think strategically about what you're building for the future. Now, I will say that I have created some content on this before, but I want to say it again. My number one thing for you is it is really really important to have liquid accessible at any time. I recorded a show about this a couple weeks ago, and I've recorded content on socials about this. Your first priority has to be getting liquid. No one tells you this. Everyone pushes hard that you should be stacking your 401k and you should be making all of these investments and You should, as soon as you make money, you need to take that money and you need to invest it in other things. Let me tell you the number of people that have reverse mortgages, the number of people borrowing from equity from their house, the number of people paying fines to their 401ks, the number of people who have gotten in financial ruin because of this horrible advice. Everyone feels this immense pressure especially in the online space, that they should have this magical wand investing strategy where their money is just making them millions. And there's this perception, especially in the online space, that everyone has this like very sophisticated investment strategy and they're making all this money from their investments and you're behind and you're doing it wrong uh, if you don't have this, you know, plan together that's making you all this money. Okay. I want to be really, really crystal with you guys. And, and I keep it real and I'm always going to keep it real, uh, you know, because I love you and I want the best for you. And I'm here to tell you that you have to have liquid. You have to have liquid. You need to have 12 to 20 months of liquid. I know that sounds crazy. People tell you six months emergency fund in your personal life. You will blow through six months in a bat of an eye. If something truly major happens, that money will be gone. It will evaporate overnight. So many people go through bankruptcy because of medical bills. So before you even think about investing, 
Make sure that you have your insurance locked down. Make sure that you have your will and trust locked down. Make sure that the financial basics of protection are in place before you run out and go start putting your money in other things. I was one of the people early on that took the advice when I was 21 years old of beginning to invest in my 401k as soon as I started working. So I was very responsible. I was not spending my money loosely or stupidly. And I thought I was doing the right thing because this is what everyone tells you to do. Pump your 401k. You need to get money in retirement. Da, 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 da. Okay. And I was also one of those people that then had to borrow from my 401k and pay fines and lose a ton of money when I wanted to go buy my house and I wanted to access my own money. So you need to know what stage of life you're in. You need to know what you have coming up ahead. You need to know what kind of style of of living you want to have. What are the things on the horizon that you're going to want to have money to spend on? I'll give a perfect example. We just bought a car. We pay cash. We, We don't, we're just not people that carry debt. So, you know, when we go out to buy a car, we want to have liquid to go buy that car, right? Which we did. And and we just paid cash for it and it's done. It's like, it's not even a thing, right? But you have to set yourself up so that the things that are going to come up, we knew we were going to have to buy a new car. We sold our last car before we moved down here, bought a golf cart, drove the one car down. We're like, yeah, we know we need to buy a new car. We're going to pay cash, you know, whatever. So- This is what I want you all to think about. What is coming up on the horizon for you? Where are you in life? What are the big things that are going to come up? Are you going to have to buy a new car? Are you going to want to uh, invest in a uh, vacation property? How much do you want to carry in a mortgage or do you want to be able to pay cash? Do you have college coming up for your kids? Like building liquid, I, I cannot express the importance of building liquid and keeping a solid amount liquid. And depending on where you live, you also want to look at where putting your money is going to be the the best investment for you from a security standpoint, right? We live in Florida. We maximize the and utilize the homestead laws here. There are several other states that also have similar laws. You should absolutely be looking at that for for your primary residence. But I don't want you to think that you're off track if you don't have this like very sophisticated, complicated investment strategy. And I also don't want you to be confused with the stories that you hear and see online that everyone is is making millions in their investments but you and you're stupid if you're doing the slow and steady wins the race approach i promise you the slow and steady wins the race approach always is slow and steady but wins the race so uh, i definitely think that making sure that you build up your uh, cash reserves first is very 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 important get to the level of however many months of liquid you and your spouse or partner, you know, whatever the case, believe is uh, necessary for you to have peace of mind and comfort and flexibility and the ability to tap into any time for, you know, life expenses that present themselves. That said, you will get to that point. 
yay, you will get to the point where you have that amount of liquid. You will get to the point where you have plenty of cash reserves and you are comfortable with what that looks like. And then the question becomes, okay, now what? Um, now I will say, um, I am not your girl for crypto. I am, so I'm not going to be talking about crypto here today. Uh, I, I, that's not an area that I've delved into. It's not an area that I plan to anytime soon. So I'll just kind of leave that there. Uh, the first thing is your business, right? So most business owners are not, they don't have an understanding of the fact that a business is an asset and you need to be building your business as a separate entity of yourself, which is why it's so important to get the business to be running without you, to get a leadership team in place, to get an infrastructure around systems. Because if you're a business owner, your number one wealth asset is your business. And so many entrepreneurs have a fundamental understanding, misunderstanding of the fact that your business is your number one wealth asset but only if you treat your business like a business. Most people treat their business like an extension of themselves. No systems, no people, nothing that runs without them, and therefore it's not worth anything. If you make it a priority and a focus for yourself this year to build streams of income in your business that run without you, a leadership team that can keep the business going without you, and you create a separation between yourself and the business, that business can fund your entire retirement. You can exit that business five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now. You can, you can exit a piece of that business, okay? And you can still fund your entire retirement from that. So you can do research to learn a little bit more about multiples and all of that, but even if you got a multiple of three or five times the revenue that you do in your business, you do not have to be running a big business in order to sell for enough to really fund your entire retirement. But in order for your business to be a wealth asset, there has to be a separation between you and the business. So you got to clean that up. Hey, Kelly Roach here. Do you have a daughter that plays sports? Do you wish you knew exactly what to say to build her confidence without being pushy? Well, here's the deal. I care deeply about creating leaders in the next generation. In fact, I have a whole business that's designed to do just this. And that's why I partnered with elite competitor coach, Brianne Smedley, the host of the Elite Competitor Podcast to sponsor this episode. Brianne created a free training specifically for moms of athlete daughters. So if you are ready to strengthen your athlete daughter's mental game, so she believes in herself as much as you do, which of course all the moms here want to make that happen, you're going to go to trainhergame.com forward slash Kelly, www.trainhergame.com forward slash Kelly. Top three things that I would focus on are the systems, the, the people and the streams of income that run without you. If you do that, your business is absolutely going to be a huge asset. And I want to list it as the number one thing to invest in because it, the things that you invest in in your business that are going to make your business more valuable 
are also the things that are going to give you peace of mind and freedom because you're now, you are not the business, right? You are not the business. And so that's really, really key. The second one that that I recommend is real estate. And obviously we're going into a period where you know, pretty much everyone is saying that the market is going to to drop and contract in 2023. It's really interesting because depending on the market that you're in, it may or may not, right? And and no one has a crystal ball. But I'm looking, for example, on the island where we live, we live on a barrier island in Florida. Uh, properties are still selling in a day here, above market cash, sight unseen. Okay, and and as I'm recording it, this episode, you know, we're we're almost at the end of January in 2023. So I believe that real estate is always a solid investment and one of the most solid investments that you could ever think about because it's tangible. It's a physical building. People are always going to need a place to live. Right. When you're thinking about investing in 2023, you have to work with someone to just help you do an analysis of the numbers. And you have to look at where it can potentially drop to, uh, and and then and then look at what you what price you're considering paying, and then make sure that you're buying something that has you know enough room to crash, and and still be a viable asset for you, right? Uh, I do think 2023 will be a great year to make real estate investments. I plan on making multiple real estate investments in 2023, but you have to kind of be aware of the fact that there's a there's a strong possibility it could go down before it goes back up again but the trajectory long term has been up the third one is silver and gold there's silver and gold mining companies there's physical silver and gold or silver and gold stocks in you know companies that that mine etc there's all different ways that you can uh, get into this asset class but you know, I think it's a really strong one, obviously, because once again, it's tied back to something physical. Um, you know, one of the reasons I personally hedge, you know, against crypto um, is that, you know, there, there's there's nothing to hold. There's nothing tangible there. So you could wake up one morning and, um, you know, those digits in a bank account, you know, or those digits in a uh thumb drive or whatever the case could could just be gone, right? And again, everything that I'm sharing today is just my personal opinion. You don't need to take this for anything. This is just my personal opinion. I am not an investment strategist. I'm not a banker. I'm not a, a financial analyst. I'm giving you my personal opinion and feedback, okay? But silver and gold are definitely something to look at. And again, you know, they've been pretty, you know, steady, not they're not big breakout uh, asset classes that are just like booming, but they're one of those things that are you know definitely like a long term solid space uh, that's pretty reliable to be in. Number four, a lot of people are now moving their money from the bank into things like government bonds, treasuries, uh, that type of thing. And and again, you have to look, there's lots of different ones with lots of different uh, rules and lots of different, you know, kind of um, stipulations. But, you know, there are assets in, in these classes where you can invest in something that it's not like an all or nothing where, you know, it could just disappear. It's like if you keep your money in for a certain amount of time, uh, they're going to give you a certain level of return. Um, and, you know, for, for those that 
like a more secure investment or want something that uh, is going to be a little bit of a safer bet versus something where you're just, you know, putting it in the the stock market and then kind of hoping for the best, you know, that that might be for you. Obviously, the stock market is there. Um, stock market didn't have a great year in 2022, uh, probably going to be very up and down. And, and they're anticipating, obviously, a lot of uh, a lot of down in 2023. But again, that can be a great buying opportunity. Right. So if you look at, you know, some of the solid companies uh, that are in essential spaces, that have always had a solid track record, if those are down, you know, now might be a great time uh, to make that investment. I look at any type of investment that you make in something like stocks or any of those other uh, categories as things where it's like you have to be comfortable losing. Uh, You have to be okay that any amount of money that you put in the stock market could disappear overnight. That's why I lean more towards things that are a, a physical uh, or a representation of something physical. Uh, But, you know, there's obviously a place for that. There's obviously a place for that. The other one is other businesses, right? So I talked about this. I recorded an episode um, a couple months ago saying, you know, one of the best opportunities in this new year is going to be investing in other businesses because there's going to be a lot of businesses that are for sale and a fire sale. And you can acquire companies for almost nothing. And if they have a customer list or if they have a a product or service where there are redundancies, where you would be able to acquire the business and continue to serve the customer, uh, but eliminate all of these redundancies, all these costs, you may be able to acquire a new revenue stream in your business that you're not involved in, but that produces, you know, income for you, but that the expenses can literally be carried or divided over entities that you already have. So this is this is why companies use acquisition as a growth strategy because there's there's existing kind of the bones of the structure there. There's customers, there's revenue, uh, there's contracts, but then you can eliminate all of the cost, right? There's very little cost. And so you you can essentially keep in place whatever's needed to serve those customers, but you can leverage the resources that you have in your primary company for everything else, uh, which gives you economies of scale. So I definitely think that that is something uh, to 100% be looking at. Uh, when I acquired the advance, we saw exactly that. There were so many extensive redundancies and just so much cash that was being churned and burned through expenses that didn't need to be that when we cleaned that up, it really, really made a a much more uh, lean, flexible, profitable business model. And that's the power of doing acquisitions, right? Uh, And then the next one is new streams of income for your existing business. So again, I want to go back to number one, which is that your business can and should be your number one wealth asset and should be able to fund uh, all of what you desire for retirement. But this is why building a scalable business that is sellable is so important. And I, I, I always say like we specialize in the three S's in, in our legacy leaders program, right? It's sellable, it's scalable, and it's self-led. 
And this comes down to systems, people, processes, and the business being able to run like a well-oiled machine without you. So that said, um, I want to make sure that you're really thinking about what are the new streams of income that you can launch in your business that do not hinge on you, that can run with the people and processes that you're able to put in place that will allow you to bolster your wealth building plan and the value of the business and allow you to move in the direction of that sellable, scalable entity that is self-led. So I start and I end with your business and creating a separation in your business to truly make it a wealth creation asset is so important. But these are the kinds of things that we all need to be thinking about, right? I really, really recommend if you're a business owner and you've never explored the concept of exiting your business or you've never explored the concept of what do you need to do to build your business in a way that is sellable, you really have to begin educating yourself on this because this is the whole point, right? A business only has three exit paths and it's shut it down, pass it on, or sell it. And so in my mind, every business owner should be positioning their business for sale so that you have a reward at the end of the rainbow for all of your lifetime of hard work and energy and effort and investment. But most business owners have no idea what this even means, right? So if you're listening to this show and you're really interested in exploring multiple streams of income, wealth building, scaling up your company and potentially exiting one day, you should definitely investigate the Legacy Leaders Mastermind. This is our executive mastermind for businesses that are running between one and 15 million. We have people, you know, kind of ranging all throughout there with the average being between probably 2.5 and 5 million in the group. This is a super intimate, high-level mastermind that is specifically for people that want to build saleable, scalable, uh, self-led companies and teams. It is really focused on teaching executive leadership within entrepreneurial companies and how to develop uh, the people strategy to position yourself for scale and exit. And if nothing else, to have a winning team in place that can manage and run the company with or without you. So if you want to learn more about the Legacy Leaders Mastermind and you want to dig deeper into the concepts that we talked about here today, you can definitely apply to learn more about the program. I'm going to put the links and some overview information uh, down in the show notes below. You can get in touch with me on the socials anytime. Hey, if you're not following me on my personal page on Facebook, definitely go ahead and do that. It's just Kelly Roach. Come find me on my personal page there. And if you friend request me, if I have friend requests left, definitely do that. If not, you can hit follow. But I share a lot of relevant content there that is great supplement to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this was helpful for you. Just to run through those assets one more time, your business, real estate, silver and gold, government bonds, treasuries, stocks, EDFs, uh, other businesses, and new streams of income for your own. Hope this was helpful. We'll see you back here soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.